our greetings and salutations. This is how things work now, right? I don't. You don't. You don't just launch into your greetings. You don't and greet and salutate. I only sometimes. This is, this is Dr. Barry at Dr. Barry. On. Greetings and salutations. I mean, oh. even I can do it. Really can good. you? Mm-hmm. Can. Oh, I just did. It sounded pretty much exactly like you. No, it's more like greetings and salutations and welcome once again to the Capeless Crusaders live at the time from my dining room, the safe house. Um, <laughs> my name is, of course, David Barry at Dr. Barry on varying social media platforms. I am joined this evening by two. Um, what's the plural of? Fem. Fems? Fems? Is it is fems? fems? Fe- would it be fem fatals or fems? No, fem fatals. Yeah. Thanks. Mm-hmm. First, uh, the Crusader one. Yeah. <laughs> For forever, the Crusader one. This is Amy. You can find me at iJaneURobot on the varying social media platforms. The plurals are getting to me today. But to my left... She needs the no, non-crusader one. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. she needs no introduction, but she's going to give it to you anyway. Uh, the non-crusader one, uh, Caitlin Berry, aka Kate Berry. Although it sounds weird, but I guess that's what you can find me on things. Well, no one calls me Kate, so it's weird. I just call you the Lady Berry. Hmm, I like that, Lady Berry. That's what I should change all my stuff to. Nah, never mind. Sounds weird. <laughs> hmm. She's working on it. She's working on it. So, Doc, what yes, are you doing? Yes, we are your number one, allegedly, podcast no, no, for never anything. Allegedly. Never allegedly. We are. Comic book related. Belief. We got to do that manifestation thing, dude. The. We the best. The. Um, what is it? Oh, dear. Our, thanks to our crazy. If you can the believe it. If you, you can, can see, see it. it. You can achieve it. Oh, if you can believe it. And con- or if you can conceive it and believe it, you can achieve it. Yes, through Here. chaos magic. If you magic. see it. And you can the, achieve it? And the left hand path. I'm There's make, a lot of hand gesturing that no one will ever see except for us. Mm. And he's like being a camera in here. We should be on, <laughs> on live stream video. That would be a fantastic one. <laughs> anyway, you could find anything related to the Capus Crusaders, except for our most recent episodes, because I haven't updated in a while, on <gasps> thecapelesscrusaders.com. That is our home on the internet, our home away from home. You can check out all of our oh, previous episodes, video included, even though we don't do those anymore. We might do them again at some point, but they're there at thecapelesscrusaders.com, which also leads to all of our social media, which are run by none other than the Azorian one, Anthony Steves, who is not joining us this evening. Yeah, for the most part. He's Um, he's, he's drunk on his soccer win. All the power. power He's watching some stupid CNN thing about movies. Oh, that's right. Iconic movies in history. Oh, Spielberg. Hmm. I'd be interested in that. They had some Wait, is it movies or directors? It's, it's called The Movies. It's called CNN The Movies. So it's about the movies and not... I don't think it's fully about the directors, but again, we'll I mean, have Spielberg, to... Spielberg, uh, the clip he posted was just Spielberg. You know, it's just uh, self-masturbatory talking about his movies. I don't <laughs> fucking know. I don't care. You don't like Spielberg now? Who I, are no, you? No, I... He's pollute... It's, it's, Steve's talks about it so much. It's like when you've had too too many bananas in your, in your smoothies and mm. you're just like, you know what? I need to take a break from bananas i appreciate them and all they do in their potassium but not today not like this not today sure. bananas yeah spielberg, i'm trying to keep it spielberg here. is bananas <laughs> b-a-n-a-n-a-s mm-hmm. i wanted to snap and clap and i'm like that would be too hot on that mic anyway we talk about comic books we talk about comic book related content tonight we are talking about spider-man far from home but before we get to that <gasps> we need to talk about one thing only one thing two things let's maybe two things we could try. Two let's things. Figure, let's figure out how we can smooth this one slash almost might pretend to be two things. 
<gasps> we're gonna go around the horn. All right, cool. When we go around the horn, we go on the table in a circular fashion, except for the fact that we no longer have a circular table. If we never had a circular table, it's never actually been a thing. But we are technically in a triangle right now, which is closer to a Power triangle than a line. Power of three. Closer to a circle, not a triangle? What'd I say? Are we part you of said closer to a triangle than... Fuck it. I'm not a geometrist. I'm not a geometrist. Clo- we are a piece of a pie. Mm. We, are, we are a slice mm-hmm. of pizza. What a splendid pie. Mm. Pizza, pizza pie. Um, anyway, we're talking about comic books we've been reading this week. Amy. Yeah, yeah. I know you are uh, recently blue collared again, but my uh, collar is currently black. But I will call it blue. It's closer to blue than white. There's white on my shirt. It's fucking shit, Amy. What'd you read? <laughs> did you read anything? I, I did. Okay, good. What'd Look you read? at me now. I'm getting paper. Um, I actually read the latest issue of um, Unnatural. So that's uh, the big one. Yes, because I bring it up all the time. Yeah, and I was catching up. And I had like two issues and I went back and read. And so we are reaching a, we're getting closer to the, since it's limited, we're getting closer to the Aww. end of this run. I know. But it's so good. Um, it's, Is it going to be six issues or 12? It's 12. Good. Because the first volume's already out good. and we're rolling right up on it. And so um, we've reached the, essentially the pinnacle. I'm trying not to give anything away. No, but don't do it. Yeah. But it's so good. And I love that. Uh, Mirka Adolfo, she's Italian. Her, she originally, and I said this the last time I brought up Unnatural, she originally wrote this in Italian. And Image is like, we won't stay. Come bring it hither. And it's an, it's in, it's an American. It's not even English. It's, it's an American. <laughs> it's an American. It's an American. Mm, mm. Um, it is mature content, but she just, she draws so good and it makes me happy. She's and the writer and the artist? Yeah. I love Ooh, a good writer-artist yeah. combo. And I yeah. follow her on Twitter religiously, so that makes me feel good. And then the second thing Ooh. was, well, technically it is in trade. I subscribe to Webtoon, if no one and everyone has heard of it. Free web comics that actually have yeah, started being translated. It's with your line. <laughs> Um, you, the lineup. Ugh. No, no, no. You just need the lineup. No, to I know, in. but I just I hate this. Oh no, but it gets nah, better because nah. I get caught up on all of my beautiful webtoons. One of them being Space Boy, which Dark Horse picked up and has actually been translating them into um, into the print. novels. Nice. Yeah, mm. in print. And so you could basically read all the way up, get caught up, and still go to your local comic book store and buy them. The fourth volume is now in pre-orders. Um, but that storyline is we meet a girl. Her name is Amy. Ha, 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 ha. I'm in a comic <laughs> book and I'm not a villain. Um, and she lives out in space on a mining colony. Dig it. And she ends up, her family actually gets terminated from the mining colony and they're sent back to Earth. Mind you, she ends up being put in stasis for 30 years. So she's a teenager on the colony. And then when she gets to Earth, it's 30 years later. Her best friend on the colony has grown up, has kids, married married like so she's struggling with that out of place and she's going to school on earth and everything's weird it's like the blip yeah (laughs) it is super blippy my blip beard and then you find out that there's this crazy (laughs) entity that might be controlling people and there's there's sci-fi and mystery romance and robots and i really love it and then of course the one i will forever praise which is not in print yet which is laura olympus and i've brought it up before it's the retelling of the Persephone and Hades mm. myth and it's a little more romancy. There's a couple things that will trigger, but it's really good. That's a webcomic? It is. Okay, I think I've seen that on like Facebook. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. So I do know what that one is. Yeah. When he said that, I was like, 
Is yeah, there two? It keeps being featured. I get the advertisements. Yeah. You probably get them a lot too. Yeah. I have people they reposting also, them. They also just. They're long. Some, one of them posted. Um, Not long. but Webtoons just so. had like a full mm-hmm. advertisement in that's Times Square. True. That's actually. Oh. Yeah. So the person that does it, I believe her name is Rachel, but her handle is used band-aid, which I, it's weird, but she's really great. And her, yeah, but the ad in, um, in Times Square was all of her art. And because she is the writer, inker, um, artist for, uh, Laura Olympus, it's, it's, it's good. It's beautiful. You feel things and you're like, dang, I wish I could be like that. Also, Hades has a whole bunch of dogs. So it reminds me of the safe house. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of, do you need to go outside? Jerk little cerberus whatever Yay. so that's what i read sick yeah yeah cool um i read strange planet the little Ooh. web comic daily one isn't that what it's called little aliens they discover things is that the one that's affectionate always- and it's yes. like a word come be affectionate i just say that because it's a daily you know one I look is at on endang- Instagram. Is it endangered? Pl- no, I'm thinking of it. I'm sorry. There's another, no, I think it's just strange one. planet because the think, idea is that everything planet. is strange yeah. that they find. I do like that one. It's not a real comic. That's obviously. That, that is uh, not true. Web, well, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're comics. I mean, it's not a comic book. Let me rephrase that. Although they do have a book coming out. Say, yeah, isn't it I in do, physical printing? Yeah, I do strange see planet, that all yes. the time. Strange planet. Okay. Nathan, yeah. Nathan Piles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't that recent but I did do Women's World which you got me and I really enjoyed and I have now passed on to other people um, I'm not currently reading any others however if anyone happens to be listening and they have old comics that they want to donate to me I am going to be running a comic club at my middle school yes. uh, starting in too soon um, and I'm gonna I'm kind of figuring out how I want to do it I definitely want there to be some just like fun downtime to read comics but then I also want to highlight different like maybe artists or characters not just our standard Superman and Batman that Spider-Man that we always see I'd like mm-hmm. to see some you know female leads I like to see just some like not DC Marvel like I'd like to see a variety kind of get the kids involved I'm hoping that there's more than just boys so I'm trying to attract a wide the, and the, the variety web, think of the webtoons doing like a mm. like a section on like like that creating be, well, not, oh not like, oh. having acts like reading them oh yeah you want to talk about like if you need physical comics to read mm. if you don't have yeah. just sign oh, that's in true too. that's free everyone can read those yeah are they all age appropriate there are there's a good chunk of them that are um space boy which is the one that i was talking about initially mm-hmm. is is age appropriate we get to laura olympus they do put up a warning because of the problems that the original myth had so there are two it was the rape wasn't it yep that's the mm, rape. yeah and, but they give well, you the warning i mean maybe i can also- preview and decide what they're gonna read if we go on there and i do exactly. like i want to see them create their own too because what a good opportunity to kind of get um young kids involved and in, you know part of reading oh, new things is table and creaking bones <laughs> part of you know reading is maybe even creating their own so oh, kind yeah. of getting involved in that way and maybe getting some different stories you know how often do we hear stories from middle schoolers it's always adults well there was the four-year-old that did axe cop with his brother ass cop no axe oh okay. sorry not ass cop i was oh, like wow ass cop we got really big here all right so- Ask cop. <laughs> no, it was a cop who used ax 
axes instead of guns. Axe. I heard ask. It's, I'm sorry. This could have been many things from you, a four-year-old. You so you missed it twice now. Yes, okay. I did. Got obviously. But he rode around on a dinosaur and his Ooh. best friend mm-hmm. had socks and legs for arms. Mm. And he was a really good cop. Interesting. Apparently. It was a great... Yeah, great thing. My my goal this year is to definitely use comics to reach more kids since I teach kids that struggle with reading. Comics mm. can pull them in a little bit more, but I need to make sure they're actually reading and not just looking at pictures. Okay. It's like a twofold, but you know, working that way. I like it. Um, going forward, person front point of triangle. You see the your end, turn. The end cap or the the mm. point of the pizza. Mm-hmm. The point of the pizza. The good piece that you want to bite first. Unless it's stuffed crust. And you eat it backwards. Uh, I don't do stuffed crust. Uh, Not about that life. It's okay. You done yet? Pizza point. All right, cool. Sounds Come good. on, pizza point. Uh, so I traveled all the way back to 2006. <gasps> 17-year-old David. Um, <laughs> I actually didn't read this comic then. But that's when it came out. Um, because today I was working at our other home away from home, Empire's Comics Hall. Located at 1120 Fulton Avenue. Sweet, Sweet K. K. Uh, I was running there. Uh, I'm your gal on Mondays right now until You're, Amy's back from training. You can be you can be the dude on Monday. No, I'm, I'm, I'm the Monday We'll get guy. you a sweater and some sunglasses. Beautiful. Um, anyway, I'm running Empires right now. Not all the time, just on Mondays. But uh, a gentleman came in who was actually very interested in, of all characters, Ronan. Mm. Ronan the Accuser. He was a really big fan of Lee Pace. Yeah. Did not like that, uh, as he put it, they DDR'd him to death. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which I was like, and and so basically on that note, I was kind of like, well, you know, Guardians basically weren't like that until the movie came Mm -hmm. out. Then the the comics kind of followed that. Wait, what do you mean not like that? Like weren't like a slapstick? Yeah, Yeah. they weren't. They were 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 definitely. Yeah, they were more like space pirates and. Definitely grittier with still, still like the humor and the banter, but not in not the it was less Deadpooly. Okay, but like when we talk like that, are we talking? Were they still like a? Were they like an A level comic, or were they like no. kind of B level? Mm, so were, it's, they were solid B. They're okay. solid B B plus. I Barely. would say annihilation. Not until then, exactly. Not until mm-hmm. not until two thousand six. Mm-hmm. So annihilation. Okay, exactly. Yeah. So um, he was really interested in running the accuser. So I told him, hey. You know, he originally started in the 60s in the Fantastic Four. If you really want to go back that far, we can. Or I can tell you about this really cool story, which I decided to reread a little bit today, which was Annihilation. Annihilation being the event where Annihilus and the Annihilation Wave break out of the negative zone, smash through the kiln, which is the prison at the end of space where several of Galactus's friends are held, um, and basically start a wave of terror and destruction across the universe. Um, which ends up leading to the formation of the current Guardians of the Galaxy, um, who weren't actually a team up until that point, mm-hmm. um, with Star-Lord as kind of a guerrilla tactician terrorist fighting a back against the Annihilation Wave, joining forces with Nova, uh, Groot, Rocket, um, a little bit of Silver Surfer, and Ronin, mm-hmm. um, which for the first time can play a hero route, because otherwise he'd pretty much basically been a villain for the majority of his career. So I told this guy about that, sold him on that, I decided to reread some of it, it was fantastic. It's phenomenal. Um, we had it on. The, we have it on the shelf at Empires. Yes, so we, we now have. we now do because they finally reprinted it mm-hmm. in a collected volume. It's a big so it's even better. You're getting like twenty six issues for like thirty bucks. It's a great deal. 
So before Annihilation, like all the Guardians characters were solo characters? For the most part. So there were an original Guardians Galaxy team earlier. They were in the year 3000. Which is the one we end up seeing in the end of Guardians of the Galaxy Exactly. Two. Sylvester so, Stallone's so character and all them. That, like, Miley Yon, Yondu's. <laughs> right, right, right. Miley Cyrus. Cyrus. Right. The computer. Yondu's original team were the base of the Guardians right, 3000, right, right. which is Yondu the archer back when he actually had a bow and arrow. <clears throat> um, and... Um, Vance is it Vince or Vance Star? I think I thought it was Vance. I think it's Vance. Um, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, Star. Who um, <laughs> he was in the he basically woke up in the far future and was given this artifact of great power and it's Captain America's shield mm. because it's you know mm-hmm. a thousand twenty years in the future. So that was the original Guardians team. Again, the Guardians team as we know them today did not start until 2006. Star Lord, oh. the legendary Star Lord, he was his own character. He was kind of a, hmm. a space hero, space cop, space pirate kind of a thing. Rocket and Groot were off on their own. Ro- uh, Groot was originally in one of like the old like horror like monster comics. Hmm. He was a giant monster that attacked the planet. Um, Gamora being the de- you know the mm-hmm. the she- Gamora and Drax were legitimately like they were came around in the 80s. They were connected to Infinity and Thanos and everything, which mm-hmm. they did bring them back in and connect them to again. But basically, the team started in 2006, and I feel like this is the longest, like, mm-hmm. continuous run we've had because the movies were so popular. Yep. Yeah. It's basically driven that. But the Star-Lord we had in Annihilation did not have a tape player, he did not have the trench cool. coat. He wasn't that cool, but he also wasn't that goofy. Yeah. He was a little bit more, like I said, he was like a guerrilla, like tactical terrorist, basically trying to hold hold off the annihilation wave, mm. um, and different costume, different everything, um, and not to say I, it's hard to compare because they are so different. But like I loved the Guardians of the Galaxy then, but I obviously still enjoy them now. Yeah. But so, uh, so yeah, so I, I re re kind of reinvigorated my passion for that series um, by selling it to someone. Um, yeah. <laughs> And so yeah, and so that's that's all I did. I just read that. I read like the first like four issues, I believe, um, which mainly focus on Drax becoming the new Drax because the original Drax had a, a purple cape and cowl. Mm. Oh, he was stupid looking. He was so <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Did he have like other powers? Or is he? Yeah, still he had, like just... you know he had, like laser blasts oh. from his hands. He was a completely fucking different character. Weird. And then yeah, and then <laughs> and, then, and then. then they kept putting him in like cocoons, and he kept coming out of the, the cocoons. Yes, yeah, huh. yeah, it was very strange. So he 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 basically he meets his girl on Earth, and he's being transported by this prisoner prison ship, and he doesn't know who he is, but he thinks that she's his daughter she isn't mm. but that's what he keeps like he becomes very protective of her because he lost his daughter but he didn't actually lose his daughter because his daughter's moon dragon mm-hmm. who's you know a sexy blonde blonde bald not blonde uh psionic lesbian huh. um is she lesbian i thought she was a lesbian yeah google yeah okay now, now I'm, I don't, I'm i think i'm mixing up my lgbt characters uh but yeah so so yeah, so basically he like he like starts like like going almost like into these like cocoons and like coming out like he keeps getting hurt and they think he's dead and he comes back stronger hmm. and it's almost like he just keeps coming back stronger and stronger because the whole thing is he needs to be able to fight all these people and become stronger so that he can eventually kill Thanos. She is. Oh. That's what I thought. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, hmm. so that was Annihilation, the Annihilation Wave, Annihilation Conquest, wonderful st- stories. Check them out. You can get them at Empire's Comics Vault, eleven twenty Fulton Avenue, Sweet. Anyway. Was that a K? Yeah. Sweet. Are you sure? K. K? K. K. Oh, K. Moving on. Into the news. <gasps> yeah. This it, just in. Steve's isn't here to give us the yeah, news. Yeah, he isn't so here to... Where's that monkey? To do his uh, flying over I-5, his 
that's oh, his, that's his that helicopter one? impersonation. Doing a good yeah. job. Doing a yeah, good job. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, in the news this week, first off, confirmed via Confirmation someone, please. the Hollywood Reporter, somebody. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Netflix has officially announced that there will be a Sandman series. Yes. Mm. Neil Gaiman's Sandman. Um, his involvement is at this point still up in the air. He's mm. making it seem like it's not really him, but everyone's like, it's his yes. his story. So mm. he may or may not be, maybe producer role, maybe he'll be involved. Um, I think they just got really excited since Good Omens and the whole backlash on yeah. Twitter where mm. everyone's like, Netflix, you need to cancel Good Omens. And Amazon's like, hey. That was actually one of my, like, I mean, we kind of briefly talked about how it's interesting that Netflix has the rights. Now I know like Good Omens was a book versus mm-hmm. Sandman being owned by a company, a uh, different comic company. But it's interesting that Amazon, which had such such success with Good Omens, doesn't have the rights to Sandman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the difference there is... Um, yeah, comic company, publisher. Dark Horse. Or was it Book Vertigo? Company. No, it was Vertigo. The Vertigo. Mm-hmm. So it's because there's a, there's a couple interesting things to it. One, it's owned by Vertigo. Mm. DC is once again shuttering Vertigo. Again, I know. Oi, oi, vault. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like okay, so you couldn't reshuffle your your sexual harassers around. So instead, you just kept your imprint going, and now you're going to shutter it. Okay. Um, and then um, also interesting because. Dark Horse, the reason you said Dark Horse is because Netflix has a deal now with Dark Horse. Mm-hmm. They don't exclusively have their content, but they get exclusive first dibs. Basically, if they see a comic they want, they can they can do it, or they can say, no, Amazon can get it, or mm. someone else can get it. Um, also interesting that a Vertigo, even though it is a Vertigo title, it is that it is a DC title, mm-hmm. and it's interesting that Netflix is doing a DC mm, show when I you have the DC to. Universe mm-hmm. app, mm-hmm. basically signs of things to come. Also very interesting that they go in Netflix rather than keeping it in-house and making, if, if Warner Brothers does come up with mm-hmm. a streaming app. Well, are they going to do... You know, are they going to have to come back and buy it for however, however much or anything? We don't Warner know. Brothers owns the rights to all of this. Warner mm. Brothers legitimately owns the rights to all of this. They own the rights to the DC Universe app. They own the rights to the stuff that's going to Netflix. So it's kind of it's interesting to see them kind of shaking it around. Has the app released much live action content? The DC Universe uh, app? Yeah. It's three. Three. Three that shows. are not cartoon, but like. Three live oh. action. Swamp and Thing. they're doing well. Oh, yeah. Okay. Swamp Thing. Mm. Um, I thought Swamp Thing was on. The DC Universe. The DC Universe app. Okay. My mistake. What are you referring to? I don't know. I thought it was on something else, (laughs) but I think that's what you were referring to that why it didn't. Never mind. Well, it's it's interesting because they are trying to push everything to that streaming app, but in giving, they haven't come back and collected Flash or Supergirl or Mm. Smallville or anything else that is DC property, technically. And so they're kind of spreading it out, I think, to give people that nibbly taste like, oh, if you really like this, and they might end up releasing something else. They could do Books of Magic. They could do The Dreaming. They could do that entire Sandman universe in the DCU app, but leave Sandman on Netflix to get Mm. people's appetites wetted or wet their appetite and then drive them to the app. But also that app was like, what, $70, $80 for a year? Yeah, nothing crazy. And And it's nothing crazy. But when you're looking at your brain's going little numbers yeah. versus big numbers. Well, and the, basically, what what I here's what I wonder is, and because I don't know what this actually looks like, would it behoove Warner Brothers to have a Warner Brothers app, have all their content streaming on there, and then have a DC app and hit the nerds twice? Oh, that's mean. It's mean, yes, but or or would it be better to just say, hey, everything's in one place? 
basically, which one would they get more money doing? They would get more money out of the double tap because we can talk about, and this is just a parallel. So VRV or Verb, um, it was $10 for this app and it came with Shudder, Geek and Sundry, um, Funimation, Crunchyroll, and oh, this, Rooster, yeah. Rooster Teeth, Boomerang, and All these else. people who now have their own apps. Exactly. But there was the thing. So VRV, or I kept calling it Verve, they collected everybody under this umbrella, and for $10, you had access to all of their content, which meant that if you wanted to do si- uh, simul streams from Japan to watch your anime, i.e. My Hero Academia, you could do that through their app versus going Funimation by itself as an app solely, and there is five or six bucks. Funimation was like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. And they took themselves off that line. And so VRV was like, shoot, we got to get some more people in here. We got to do some more things to try to keep people under the umbrella. And then later on, what was it? I think it was not A&E. Something else, something else ended up leaving it. Oh, um, it also had uh, Drama Fever, which was owned by WB, which was the, the complete K-dramas, like all I needed. So cost efficiency for me as a consumer was very, very high. And I was like, $10 a month for all of these channels? Oh, hell yes, let me do that. But now they're like, nope, we noticed that you want our shit, you have to pay extra. So I Mm. think WB would do that because then if they did it, they'd be like, you want Harry Potter? Mm. You have to go here. You want a chance to see the original London cast for The Cursed Child because we secretly recorded it and it's out in the wild and we're gonna put it on here. Is that a real thing? I believe it is. They do. They usually do recordings mm. of everything. There's a, rec- a recording <laughs> of Hamilton. Go so too. bad. Oh, trust me, it's in They're San Francisco. They're here in San Francisco. Anyways, sorry. Yeah. So I digress. I, but I think they would end up doing that because mm. mo money. It's a dick move. Mm, mo money. Yeah. Which it's, is what some which some of us thought. Okay, if Marvel was if Disney was going to come out their own streaming service, were they going to keep the Marvel stuff? Obviously, they seem to be consolidating. So the question comes now. Okay, do we think DC is going to consolidate? Do we think DC is going to keep or Warner Brothers is going to consolidate? Do we think Warner Brothers is going to keep making those DC shows? Obviously, we know Swamp Thing has already been canceled, but that's North Carolina's fault. Um, but there's again, we talked about this last week. There is a chance that there is rumor that Warner Brothers thinks um, Swamp Thing might either get a second season or a movie because of how well it's doing. If so we'll it's a second season, then we can also get that great cult following and try to make sure that it doesn't go the way of Firefly. Get those planarian worms. Um, <laughs> we'll see. They were. Those weird. should be coming. Um, other news in again DC news: Shuttering Vertigo also yeah. shuttering after sixty-seven years. Mad Magazine will be <gasps> functionally shutting down. They will be reprinting. Old so content. Weird. Yes. So uh, a lot of people think that it is one of two things. It is um, the transition to color mm-hmm. um, because the transition to color became very expensive. And then the second thing, which was actually related to color, uh, required them to start selling ads. I mean, why not go back to black and white? If that's the case, why not go back to black and white, rebrand? You're going back to the old. Yeah. Like, I just think it's an interesting choice. I think it's a stupid choice. Well, well yeah. I mean, I was trying to be more discreet and just no, saying there's other ways. <laughs> no, DC, they, gosh. DC, I think there, there's a lot. Apparently, there's a lot going on in the background of DC right now. Bring back Mad TV. What? People what? are a little worried. Um, oh, I love Mad TV. About what the shakeups are at the the corporate level. Mm. Unfortunately, Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers having so much control over DC has always been an issue. Yes, very true. Um, and. There's an we talked about this earlier. Um, out of nowhere, this past oh, week, yeah. um, Walking Dead number one ninety three, boom, Damn. last issue. Well, way to get everybody's 
pants lit a fire and thrown in the garbage can. Yep, not, didn't, didn't go to issue 200, didn't go no. to issue 195, 193. Great stopping point. They're like, do you want to know what's happening? We finish it. And everybody's yeah. like, do you have that comic? And you're like, no, no, we don't. So in issue 191 <laughs> and 192, we see peace is finally coming via Grimes. Um, and then he is then shot. And spoiler alert, zombified. Mm. Spoiler alert, shot by his kid. Mm. Mm. Coral. Coral. <laughs> spoiler <laughs> alert. Um, they kind of live happily ever after. Uh, so basically. Mild, they live acceptably ever after. <laughs> yeah. Basically, here's what's going to happen. You're probably not going to find an, a, a first printing of issue 193 at this no, point. No, you can't. Because you no one that. overbought. No one was prepared for this. Everyone was like, cool, we get our normal orders, which is still a lot because Walking Dead is yeah. very popular. Um, but you're if you didn't have it in your saver or your comic book store doesn't have like five extra copies you're probably shit out of luck by now so, it's not even shit out of luck this is they are on it, we haven't even checked ebay yet to see someone's oh like God. like hey i got this sucker graded yeah like hmm. comic-con next week's gonna be a hot mess for kirkman God, that's gonna suck. Hmm. that was a brilliant move on his part so um i'm gonna quickly just spoil it for everyone so spoiler spoil, alert spoiler spoil alert uh, use that 15 second button ooh, and hop forward like two times um, because basically what ends up happening <laughs> is um, Rick Grimes becomes a zombie Carl kills him we get a, a time jump into the future mm-hmm. to an old man Carl <gasps> why'd you spoil that oh wait old man Coral old man Coral I couldn't help it <laughs> terrible idea um, time jump Time jump, old man Carl, he's um, hanging out with his kid. Basically, at this point, zombies have become more like a uh, beast out in the wild that you just have to avoid, hunt, kill. They've become more of a part of nature and less of a constant threat. They're deers? Hmm. Kind of, if Boy. deers turned you into <clears throat> zombies. Hmm. They could. Because they've killed enough of them or like they're dying off because they don't have enough people? I think it seems it's all of them. It's oh, like okay. it's like there aren't enough there aren't enough people to eat anymore, so the zombie population is naturally kind of dwindling down. Humans have become organized enough, the ones who are left, to carve out places and kill them and get away from them. Um, if it's like the World War Z route, mm. um, there are places on the world on the planet that are no longer hospitable and the zombies have gotten some of the guns stuck there like world Mm -hmm. war z there's a whole horde of zombies that go into canada and go up to alaska and freeze in place (laughs) um and so they just drive around trucks just crushing all of them except during the (laughs) summer you get those three months where everybody thaws out but they don't fall over yeah so there's Mm -hmm. basically it's now now zombies are still a problem but much less of an issue uh as they they basically compared it to the wild west is where Mm -hmm. we're at um organizational wise and technology wise because obviously we have cars and stuff but it's still it seems kind of like the wild west the american wild west um and carl is reading a story to his daughter about uh rick and what they did it has, ends on a very hopeful note um he does i guess he kills he kills a zombie that wanders onto his property and then he kills a couple more that were like in like a sideshow, like a traveling show and he is like arrested because he kills someone pro- someone's property because it basically be like you walked into a circus and you killed their their elephants because these zombies hmm. were being used for that, so uh, he had to deal with that. So, but it's it's it ends on a, on a hopeful note um, of not killing zombies. So in hopeful. I mean, they're not being eaten anymore constantly. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah. And lastly, our last bit of news because it's already taken fucking half an hour. Um, we got excited. Dang anger, rage. Uh, the <sighs> this is still <laughs> making the fucking rounds. Oh, and now no, no. people like Rob Liefeld have thrown in with it. So now it's serious? getting up again. No. 
The Snyder Cut of uh, Justice League is still being demanded by fans, and fucking Snyder himself is fueling that fucking fire by posting images and our artwork and shit from the movie that he would have made. Um, he had. A I didn't know this was a thing. Problem. Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically, so remember when his daughter's son pa- died? She passed away. Wasn't suicide, was it? It was suicide. Okay. <laughs> you for nodding at me. <laughs> yeah, it's right? Su- it's a touchy subject. It is. It is. I just should have. <laughs> she, anyway. she passed. Yes. So she passed and he had to duck out of Justice League. And, and that's when they brought brilliant. in Joss Whedon. Yeah, of course. Uh, Joss Whedon then made changes to the story. People say it was Joss Whedon. Other people say it was WB execs who mm, told him to basically Joss. chop it up. Yeah. Made a lot of changes, like um, making Steppenwolf the main bad guy instead of Darkseid himself, Mm. Um, which is a very Whedon-esque move because Whedon had set up Thanos in the Marvel Universe. Mm. So he's like, he's like, well, why, why shoot your load now and go with Darkseid? Why not, you know, let's do a little baby load with Steppenwolf, uh, which... But he was weird and nobody understood who he was or why why he was relevant unless you were reading things. Yeah, that's the entire fucking movie, Amy. I'm going to be honest. I feel though, bad. Though that Amazon, that Amazon sequence is still one of my favorites for them fighting in in the uh, the cave. Trying to oh, where they like slam box. the things yeah. that close it. Yeah, that was fucking badass. But <laughs> I don't. Th- and here's the thing: Snyder's cut would not have been that much fucking better. Hmm. Let's be serious, because Justice League was a fucking terrible movie. I'm nodding. I don't even remember it. Exactly. That's exactly. I, it. Yeah, but like, I. Th- thought i liked that one no no that did i no maybe seven, i didn't no wait awesome. is that the one where they're like martha martha no, no that's no, not that one that that's the batman batman superman. superman and then um yeah we're like you're, you're having the problem with steppenwolf but also that it's the sequences that i remember are the sequences that actually matter to me hence i'm like the Amazons and protecting their mother box. And I don't remember the mm. the Atlantis section, which had tiny intro of Mira. And then at the end, I just remember Flash running with the truck. Right. It's coming back to me now. Mm-hmm. That's weird. I don't remember a lot yeah. of that. No, it was a shit. Care. It was a shit movie, and Snyder's cut would have been a shit movie. I remember more of Batman versus Superman than I remember of Justice League, which movie. makes me sad. So basically the the Snyder cut mm. is the including the scenes and everything that he had originally done. Here's the problems with demanding the Snyder cut. One, everyone who's bitching right now about the re-release of Avengers having an incomplete scene with the CGI not being completed on the Hulk, that's oh what you're gonna fucking get. They're not gonna finish it. Mm-mm. They would not go back and reshoot and re-CGI because they're not gonna make any fucking money off of that. Everyone who thinks there's enough of demand to make money, nope. guess what? You and your twenty fucking friends on Twitter <laughs> are not gonna make the billions of dollars that they want to make in order to redo that. Unless you happen to be a millionaire and you're just gonna buy out the theater for giggles. Yeah, At basically. which case, maybe spend your money in other ways. Yeah, maybe do mm. more good for How? the fucking world. They're children in cages. Mm. There's How adults in cages. There's people everywhere that need help. But yeah, but let's complain about this. But yeah, so it, it wouldn't it wouldn't correct the story. It wouldn't correct the direction of the DC universe. It wouldn't mm. change any of the stories that came after it. Mm. Um, it's a fucking waste of time. Snyder needs to fucking drop it. I loved, I loved everything Snyder did before Justice League. Mm. For God's sakes, the man was involved in 
Watchmen. He was involved yeah. in 300. The dude is talented. Man of Steel is still a really good Superman movie, whether it was Snyder or Goyer. You haven't seen Man I of Steel? I think I liked that one. Pregnant. You did? Oh. I was in labor, and so they were inducing me, and somebody kept trying to make Fine. me Fine. Yes. Children, children, we're parents. We understand mm, this. This is mm-hmm. the only thing, but I'm setting it up so that I'll just do a marathon, and I'll watch all of Christopher, and then I'll jump into that. And you'll be very disappointed. Um, <laughs> it, but yeah, so it was... It was Snyder is good, but I don't give a fuck about the Snyder cut and people caring about the Snyder cut who are just like, oh, just release it. That's not a fucking thing. You don't just release a cut of a movie that never fucking happened. That's or that's, that never pop, but yeah, it never existed. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's that's like you do that at an art in an art house at a special cinema insert whatever convention. Yeah, when you're like, a small fucking yeah. Like, well, it's like Kevin. It's the Kevin when you're Smith not Superman WB. Movie. Yeah. Yeah, when you're when you're not Warner Brothers, or you, you do, do a director's like cut when they remain the director the whole time and cut it the first time, like they've done with all those other movies. Director's cut. Yeah, Army Extended, of Darkness. Blah blah. Yeah, you don't. You, you can't. We're not going to get the fucking Brian Singer cut of Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, and that movie was almost done. Like, just fucking shit, nerds. Mm. Fuck off. Speaking of movies <laughs> that are completed, though. Hey. Our main topic. Because we right now are far from home. (laughs) We're far far. from the fucking point. Spider-Man Far From Home came out last Tuesday uh, because of the 4th of July. It was all fucking weird. Um, It's not Spider-Man. Get me pictures of Spider-Man. Yeah, get me pictures of (laughs) Spider-Man. So Spider-Man Far From Home basically capped off the Infinity Saga, the prologue, epilogue, sorry, epilogue (laughs) of the first 10-year chapter of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. Before mm. we proceed, I do have a query. Uh, I yes. I raised my hand. There are will be spoilers. There we so go. So many skip spoilers. Skip the rest of the fucking episode if you haven't Gird seen this your video. spoiler loins if you're S- coming in this. Your spoins. Your spoins. <laughs> <laughs> it comes with a special belt. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Spoins. Um, you, have a, you have a query? Oh, that was my query. Yeah, are there going to be, be spoilers? Yeah. Oh, be spoiler oh. fucking spoilerific. You jumped on that one. How, how, do you not, how do you not spoil if your whole topic is the movie? Um, I don't know. It's Steve's Wright's article. This thing happened free. in this movie. Good things. I really, Maybe bad things? It's that, it's, that things. Blanket, it's that blanket where they're like, I really appreciated the direction that this took in this scene mm. where we saw this mm-hmm. character grow. There was a Spider-Man and there was, there was an MJ. And there was a spider and there things happened. The there was a guy in a chair. Mm-hmm. They went on, on a plane. There you go. There's your spoiler-free review. Have fun and good night. Oh, just kidding. Keep going. Spoilers. Go, Doctor. Go before I try to take over. Mysterio's a bad guy. Moving on. Yay. Uh, what? God. You, your <laughs> fake surprise at the spoilers. No. If that's if you have any more of those, I'm gonna unplug your mic. <laughs> Don't rude. <laughs> Jesus. God. I mean, to be fair, you ruined that for me before the movie even was out. Oh, yeah. He (gasps) was like, oh, Mysterio's a bad guy. Oh, why didn't you give me So the whole movie, the whole movie, I was like, when does he go bad? When does he go bad? When is it? I'm sorry that if a trailer comes out and you see Mysterio and they're like, oh, he's a good guy. And you're like, wait, (sighs) but he's a bad guy in the comics. What the fuck else do you expect me to say? I'm not going to sit there and be like. Oh, I'm sorry. Just I didn't kidding, know I didn't there was mind. a fucking spoiler because I didn't watch the hey, movie. Hey. I mean, hey, let us. You kind of. That's give, like the scrolls. Let <laughs> us give the opportunity 
for someone that could be the casual comic reader that did not know that Mysterio was a bad guy. We're not doing... <laughs> stop it. Don't breathe heavily into the microphone. I can That's okay. Honestly, I'm okay with that because he was wrong about a previous thing in the Marvel Universe, so... Oh. Stop slopping the table or I'm going to unplug your microphone. <laughs> I'm sorry. I and literally had a conversation I, with you before I, we started. I will and you said something very different. And you said, and I know not to I do that. So Spider-Man, help it. Spider-Man, he's far from home. What, thing, what, what did I spoil? Spider-Man. What was I wrong Spider-Man. about in the Marvel Universe home. previously? Oh, Captain America dying in Civil War. Far from home, Spider-Man. Uh, oh, yeah. That was a comic yeah. book. Uh, oh, no, and yeah, so yeah, is yeah. fucking Mysterio, <laughs> Amy. No, I know. That's I know it. about Mysterio, okay? I had this entire conversation where I was like, look, he was a failed actor but had a skill and special effects and us seeing him in, in this regard where he's no longer that guy. Spoiler, spoiler. He's the fired, barf was his legacy. He is the <laughs> fi- former employee for Stark Industries versus comic book where he like hypnotized Spider-Man to believe he was six inches tall and got him trapped in a mini set. Like, come on. It was a, I mean, it was a great tie-in because I really, like when he's first introduced, you have no idea who he is or like how nice. he's somehow connected. So Judith did a really good job with that steam iron to get that cape so flat. <laughs> do I do I need to keep steaming the cape? Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna Sorry. need that cape. <laughs> so um, David Barry so, is really angry right now. Jesus fuck. <laughs> Spider Man. So Spider Man Far From Home. Um, it basically, like I said, it capped off the end of the Infinity Saga. So they had some loose ends that were tied up. Uh, mainly just kind of filling in details about what happened mm-hmm. post blip, which is the new term for the snap. <laughs> uh, Comic sans abound. Exactly. Uh, you and find out always love you. who the world thinks is dead. Um, they think Captain America is dead, mm-hmm. which now he's just an old man. Um, they think Vision's gone, obviously. They think uh, Black Widow's dead. Um, well, I mean, every one of those except for Captain America's accurate, right? And Tony Stark with, yeah. the, with the eagles. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, the way you said that, they think... Well, I'm saying like they they, they yeah. said who they think is dead. I but mean, they're gone, but never forgotten. Yeah. Mm. Um, but it's interesting. Like, well, it's obviously, it's because once the heroes all came back and saw everything, then they could actually take a, a casualty report mm. and deliver it to whoever. That actually, that first scene is so the way that the kid is like basically asking the questions that like a lot of the audience might have. Like, what happened? We're just going to, you know, ignore this. I, it was pretty great. And she's just like, calm down. This is just how things are now. <laughs> we... We we had take, taken our midterms. No, we have to take them again. It's not fair. It's not fair, man. <laughs> like the lean back reminded me. I was like, that's Barry's lean. <laughs> he does it so well. But so we meet Peter Parker now after everyone has been displaced from the blip has returned. Except for, you know, everyone important in his life. which is convenient. Which well, I- we, we had that conversation. We knew that. Everyone, everyone that he knew was, of course, blipped away with him. Which I was always in contention with that. And then you're like, no, they're the same age. Ned and he are the same age. They all blipped. Just come down. Yeah. I mean, it's really only at least 10 people because we only really see him on that. And, yeah. and one of them isn't one of them blip. did blip. Mm-hmm. Um, his teachers blipped, which is. Oh, no. One of his no, teachers didn't did blip. blip. And it was that scene where he's like, I thought my wife blipped, but she had just run off with the hiking some instructor. dude. Aww. We had a fake for it. Do you want to listen to it? Oh, you have a split head jack. We could totally do that. Oh, yeah. No, that that was sad. That was funny. Um, I liked that conversation, though, about the people that blipped and coming back and their homes are gone or. Yeah. Yeah. Aunt May. Aunt, yeah. Thank you. Aunt May. They lost their apartment at that point. They thought she was a ghost. Or um, the mistress. 
Yeah, the mistress. That's what it was. I'm sorry. The grandma thought she was a ghost. But yeah. The, the wife yeah. thought she was the mistress. And she's like, whoa. Yeah. So there's a lot. I mean, so obviously now we're dealing with the fallout of all these people who've been displaced, all these people who have to come try to get back to their lives, back to their homes, back to their jobs. Mm. Um, and he knows he's Spider-Man. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter Parker is trying to basically finish high school mm-hmm. um, and they go on their summer trip and they encounter none other than Mysterio, who, like we all thought mm-hmm. from the trailer, is he good? Is he bad? Who fucking knows? Apparently I spoiled it. His fish helmet. Just for me. You didn't spoil it for anybody else. Anybody who was in the know, his mm. his fish helmet, I have to say, for costume design, that was one of the best versions of Mysterio I've ever seen. It did not look as kitschy as it does in mm. the in the comic books. Like, he had, like, plates and everything. So if we're going to lie and pretend that we are from another world. Or yeah, they fucking dimension. did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um... If you haven't seen it yet... Uh, why are you still listening to Yeah, this? why are you still listening? But um, basically, uh, the story that Mysterio tells is that he is a warrior from another world. He's part of the multiverse. Um, he's from another Earth. His Earth has been destroyed by these elementals that are now destroying our Earth. And he's here to, to fight them and become the hero. Mm-hmm. Basically, he's creating these illusions using... Um, drones and and pulses, pulses and what's the fucking word? The barf. <laughs> <laughs> He's using like a hologram. Thank you, hologram, hologram project. project yeah, like mm-hmm. holographic projections to create these um, disasters that he then stops so that he can become the which new he doesn't even Iron Man. Stop. He's in which I appreciated. Spoiler. He's in a motion capture suit with the bubble hat, which yeah. I was like. That's kind of cool because they basically showed you how they did it for him. Yeah. Like when he was actually recording it. But he's like, okay, and we're going to do the flyover. And he's like, I'm emoting through my voice while I'm fighting this thing. This is for my family. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we so we've we established that there's a multiverse, but then there's not really a multiverse, which gets Peter really excited. It's like a fake multiverse. Like they hint at. I feel like that's like one of those like nods to you know fans being like, "There's a multiverse," but then in Kevin, reality, Kevin says there's still a multiverse. Wow. Well, I know, but I mean, in this knows. movie, it's yeah. more of a nod of like a, oh, they're talking about a multiverse, yeah, and then in reality, it's not. Actually, yeah, because he, he's from here. I do like that line where he, you know, tells Peter like, "Don't ever apologize for being the smartest Person in the room." Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I, like the, the relationship that they build, which we saw in the trailer and stuff, we end up seeing that more. Mm-hmm. Peter's looking for a mentor, mm-hmm. father figure. Now that another one has been taken from him, oh, aka yeah. Tony Stark, um, and 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 even. Mysterio even says a couple times like what like he regrets and you could tell that he's serious about like he he regrets what he's going to have to do yeah. to Peter. He doesn't want to kill Peter. He does think Peter's a smart and bright kid and he, you know, hates that he kind of has gotten tied up in this. Um but at the same time he doesn't really give a shit because he's a fucking nut job. Right? It's like regrets in quotes. Like I regret, quote unquote, that I have to do this to you. Because I think what it ends up in in a way and this is me probably reading too far in it is that he would want Peter Peter Parker to grow up and them to be all chummy and then he's like I am the new Tony Stark come mm-hmm. come to me come work for me mm. because he knows Peter is smart so I don't do we do the synopsis of they go on vacation to Europe and he gets he gets essentially he's ghosting Nick Fury and Nick Fury is like you come with me <laughs> yeah, now so he, just, he just hijacks the whole vacation he hi- and he hijacks the whole vacation which leads to hijinks with his classmates but him sneaking <laughs> out to handle shield missions and trying to help Quentin Beck, a.k.a. Mysterio, fight these elementals, which turns out 
in it's all a big phase so that he can get the special glasses Tony Stark left him, which is Edith. Edith. Which stands for Even in Death, I'm the hero. That's what it is. Or even dead, even I'm dead, the hero. Even dead, I'm I'm the hero. I'm, I'm the hero. Do we still call them shield missions? I mean, are are they still operating under the name of Shield? No, no we're just Shield's gone. Yeah, it's just Nick Fury. Fury, Fury missions. I'm, I'm just curious. It's Fury. It's Fury and Hill. Fury. All right. Yeah, but so hijinks ensue, and then we have this great come together. To get there's multiple illusions, which was great to see in the comic, like in parallel to the comic book, using the illusions manipulation, which we can talk about the CGI and the visual effects on that, and then. Um, it comes down to the Peter kind of going, I am not the next Iron Man. I am Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So. Great synopsis. You're welcome. Good job. Sweet. And now we can spoil anything we want to and talk about whatever we want about it. Yeah, Tony Stark's dead. <gasps> <gasps> what? Um, so yeah, so the movie did, a lot deals with the fallout of Tony's death. Not as much as the trailers made it seem like it was going to be. Yeah. A little less, which I actually appreciated. Um, I appreciated it wasn't just mm. constantly him just being sad about Tony. Like It was appropriate when they talked about it, and he was, but he was still trying to live his life. Mm. I agree. I just thought, I think I thought that the plane scene where he kind of admits to missing him, I thought that maybe there'd be just a little bit more. Like what? I don't know. Just like a little bit more of that processing emotion. Like he misses him, but like he only acknowledges it because all this stuff has happened that's brought him onto that plane with Happy. I don't know. I just, maybe like a couple more minutes of like, I don't know. Well, and I can see where you're coming from in that point because, and this is, I I get shit for this all the time. Iron Man 3 is my favorite Iron Man right next to Iron Man 1 because, and yes, it's not the Mandarin, damn it. This podcast started as me arguing with Tom about why Iron Man 3 is good. So you get off of yeah, that. David okay, loves I'm on Iron your Man side. 3. Thank you. We didn't have that conversation. I didn't know. But my biggest thing about it is that it's taken three movies for, and, and multiple, not even, it's more than three movies for Tony to even start addressing his PTSD and, mm. and his grief. So he's been bottling everything up and in helping Har- uh, Harley with the potato gun and then trying to piece it all back together in his mechanic way, he's facing his own demons. And so for me, for somebody that, that understands where he's coming from in that dark space, especially with dealing with your feelings, I was like, okay, I know it takes a hell of a long time. And you've been in this really toxic, masculine, just headspace for forever and opening up and trying to take all these steps. So I totally agree that I would love to see Peter have more ability to do that because we haven't even, we see like the the Ben, we see the Uncle Ben very mildly. Like we mm. don't have the great power, great responsibility push like we had in Spider-Man 1 where Toby was like in it. Mm-hmm. Like the death rocked him. And in this one, it's like he's a kid and he misses his uncle, but he doesn't feel the weight of that grief. And mm-hmm. it seems like they're trying to use Tony as the weight of that grief. So somewhere, I don't know if we're going to get another dancing Tom Holland down the street being depressed. No, because well, I don't think they by by not having the, the origin story. Thank God <laughs> you didn't have the not stopping the guy who then goes on to kill Uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. So you don't have that... I wouldn't say guilt, because he doesn't feel guilty about about Tony, because he, I don't think there's... He knows there's nothing he could have done, because it's they were all like in that massive battle. I think it's just grief. Yeah. yeah. And I just... I guess it's not that much. Like, I'm not even saying another, another scene. Just maybe, like, a little more extended. Because it felt... Like, when I think back on it, I feel like it was... It just felt a little bit more rushed. Mm. And I... Excuse me. I just would have liked to have, I don't know, 
maybe seen him have a little bit more of a breakdown. Not like, okay, great, you had your breakdown. Like, let's move on. Although, again, that scene is one of my favorites because it moves into him making the suit and I love that they yes. use like Iron Man's like music and it's like yeah it's like pumped it's great that's one of my favorite one of my favorites too because Happy's standing there watching him and then when he does the sweep with his arm he does the exact same mm-hmm. movement and he's standing there looking and Happy's just like yeah yeah Tony Tony picked the right one but then he's like oh man I love Led Zeppelin and I was like oh, that was that was funny God. it was funny <laughs> Happy's like I got the music that was good that was probably one of my favorite scenes yeah. Speaking of which, favorite scenes, go. Um, let's do uh, Butterscotch. Well, the the plane. We just literally talked about mm-hmm. it with that sequence. I love the music. Um, as ridiculous as it sounds, there's an Easter egg from right towards the beginning when we're at the... Um, we're at the Salvation Army fundraiser mm-hmm. where with Spider-Man and mm-hmm. Aunt May and Happy walks in with the the Synchrony giant bank check. There's two Easter eggs in there. So Synchrony, hysterically enough, and I brought this up and I'm going to bring it up again, is actually the bank that's responsible for most of your brand, like your branded credit cards. So oh, yeah. mm-hmm. if you do a store card, that's yeah, them. So them. I was, like, yeah, I was, I like, I was yeah. like, yeah, okay, cool. But my favorite is a poster behind Happy on the floor. Did okay. you anybody get to see it? Mm-mm. It is announcing the fight for Crusher Hogan. Oh, yeah. that's why everyone's saying they've set up Daredevil to come in. Well, in, underneath it, there's haven't. a little card. Yeah. So uh, it's Joe Joseph Crusher Hogan was the original guy that Peter Parker fought mm. when he was testing out his powers. But underneath it, it says Bonesaw. Mm. That's the next fight. And I was like, yes. Yes. Bonesaw is ready. <laughs> I love it. For three minutes. Oh, I love cage. I love me Smash Man. So that was great. I had <laughs> so many internal slash external squeeze. And then I really liked the um the I've had to do the Michelle MJ reveal of that she's like, I, I know you're Spider Man. And then <laughs> she's so awkward that she's like, Oh my god, I'm right. I'm right, I'm Spider Man. And then when they get back and he has to change, she just like turns around and stands there and Ned walks in and he's like, so, you know, too. That's cool. And I'm just like, this is so awkward right. and weird. Now that, like, now that you're an FOS, mm-hmm. friend of Spider-Man. But, but then also like, <laughs> but I knew first. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Like his, his entire like storyline with his summer girlfriend and, and then they, they break up. Complicated things. I'm a Babe. man now, Peter. <laughs> Babe. <laughs> I love that when you get when they get off the flight plane in Europe, babe. Wait, what? Like, when when did this happen? I thought you were supposed to be American bachelors in Europe. Peter, I met a woman. I was a boy. <laughs> I've become a man now. Oh my gosh! Like it was so kitschy and tropey, but it was so fun, and that's why like this isn't like oh this Spider Man is the best Spider Man like movie. Yeah. But I was like, this is fun. This is a really fucking fun Spider-Man. I think it was my favorite Spider-Man movie. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I just, I like Tom Holland. Mm -hmm. I feel like I I was not overly excited about the first one because I was just like, great, another Spider-Man. And I didn't hate the original first two of Tobey Maguire's. I haven't seen the third one, so I can't speak to that. But I did enjoy that. And I sat through Andrew Garfield's and they were, they were, they were okay. They were fine. And I was just like, another Spider-Man, but Tom Holland, like the first Spider-Man was good, but I think everything that Tom Holland has done 
other than that mm-hmm. has like really made me like him and so getting to see him now in this movie where like I you like him even more because you feel like what Tony's feeling now like they really built that relationship I think between him and Tony to make people like real like I'm saying like a lot um I know that Spider-Man is one of the most liked comic book characters Mm -hmm. but bringing him into an established universe when everyone's like oh but spider-man has been done i think they had to make him an integral part and how were they going to do that they were going to tie him to iron man and so now that he's been tied to him and we've kind of seen this evolution we saw you know tony kind of being like the kid the kid like we're all rooting for him too Mm -hmm. i enjoyed this movie i thought it was really fun and especially after such a heavy movie that um, Endgame was. Yeah. I mean, they came in and it was more... The trailers made it seem much more depressing. And in the end, I thought it was much more lighthearted and like, ah, uh, comic book movie. And, mm-hmm. you know, Amy took all my favorite scenes, so I have nothing else really to say. That the airplane was great. I loved MJ being like... Oh, you're Spider-Man. Him being like, what? And then they see the projection and being like, I'm, oh, yeah, um, actually, I am Spider-Man. Like, we need to go. And I liked that kind of, like, play with them. And I everything like Ned. He's Brad and, and the drone trying to kill him on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You called a drone strike on your friend? It, it was, was an accident. accident. <laughs> and the airplane scene. It was so cool. I just, I really like what you said about his hand like going in but it wasn't just that it was the way he was like talking to it and like moving the pieces it was very stark it was very like i'm just in it i'm gonna do it and he's building the suit and it was it was pretty cool i think it was it was part of, part of it was, happy was wonderful. i think that it was it was the big he had, he had this pressure on him that he mm-hmm. was the next iron man yeah and basically what he needed to realize is that's not what he was saying he was saying you're already like in the same like like level as him you're in the same league as him mm-hmm. like you just need to stop thinking about it stop thinking about being the next iron man and then just go be a hero and mm-hmm. then it just so happens that he ends up basically doing the same things as iron man but it's not that pressure on him to be the next iron man mm-hmm. it's that he already knows that he's going to be beyond him you yeah. know as, mm-hmm. as, a, as a kid however old he is so two things one two also things what? Uh, are you still in favorite teams well no but kind of the first one the first one yes hang on i have a question my second one's a question okay, go for it. okay the first one the scenes between happy and may those are great <laughs> yeah we need um, to have a talk a serious talk so how long is oh, this you dating no right yes. <laughs> and right it's and the two of them thing. opposite if it happens, yeah it happens and you're just like poor happy poor happy he's so sweet and then number two my question is related to what you were talking about about him and kind of the iron man in the comics isn't spider-man is like kid genius Mm -hmm. right like he's like but he's not as smart as iron man iron man is smarter um it depends i mean it's how we're stacking this because we put in reed uh, well yeah (laughs) so in the list of like the 10 smartest people in the marvel universe like peter parker yeah he's he's up in he's up there he's top five is he? Because we've got Reed. Well, not, now, I mean, now Lunella has, has usurped Lunella, everyone. Yeah, Lunella mm-hmm. busted that cap. So I would do Reed, Lunella, Tony, the, and Peter. And then where are we putting Bruce? Would so Bruce Okay, so the, the, the problem is, is who's, who's writing them? Yeah, touche. Mm. I guess my question to that was more, that's the only thing that this Spider-Man hasn't built up as much like this franchise hasn't necessarily built up how smart he is like like other Spider-Man movies have and so 
the scene on the airplane, while I know Peter Parker is smart, it was something that I was like, oh, that's right. He's like supposed to be Iron Man smart because he doesn't seem that way otherwise. He seems like very street smart and he's like, obviously he's not stupid, but like there's, he doesn't seem like Tony Stark smart Mm -hmm. in these movies where like previously we see him at like internships at. Yeah. At um, at Osborne. Thank you. Oh, I was going to say Oscorp. That was wrong. It is Oscorp. Oh, never mind. Mm-hmm. I was right. So I keep uh, saying industries because it's it's Parker. I believe it's Parker Industries is what ends mm, up in the comic book. Yeah, Peter Parker is that smart that he does that. So we got to see a little bit of that in in Spider Verse, mm-hmm. where we see where he goes down and it's his space and it's his lab and he's done all the things. Mm-hmm. We get the hints of it, but we don't actively see it in play. And so Andrew Garfield, they made a, they made a point of being like, look how smart he is. I, I feel they did the same thing in for Tobey Maguire's mm-hmm. Spider Man also. So that's why I'm saying I I don't feel like they played that up so far so it was sort of like oh that's right he's supposed to be really smart mm-hmm. so that was that was my nod now you get to do your favorite scenes so I took it from you what nod oh she just that was my like query my query that was my question we still don't know who's the smartest in the MCU <sighs> besides Lunella yeah Lunella's up there like you know Reed uh Pim um mm. Tony Bruce Tony like they, again it's who's who's writing them mm-hmm you know, because like we have writers who that just made um, Peter a pretty smart guy, and there's other writers who made him a genius, make him actually monetize it, and he becomes you know wealthy and jingle bells, spider bells, something something spider bells. Are you trying to do Spider Verse the Christmas album? Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have favorites? David? I have one. My, Only so one? I I really like the woman. Well, I you've done a lot of them. I really like the whole movie. I love that, and I noticed this. I I feel like a lot. I mean. There's of course there's already Easter egg articles all over the place. Mm-hmm. My favorite was when he's swinging MJ and he swings her down and then there's some construction going and along the fence yes. there's a sign and that on 41st sign Street. Hmm? on 41st Street. That's sure. the sign that they show on it's in the West 41 Street is on the street sign and then that sign that you're talking about that goes under the overpass it says I'm really excited. Yeah, I can tell. Uh, it says um, we're so excited. Uh, now I can't remember the exact words, but it's, we're so excited to show you what comes next or something along those lines. Um, and it's basically like, uh, oh, we're excited to, you know, show you what happens when we finish this bus depot. No, it's the Marvel team being like, we're so excited to show you what comes next. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really appreciated that. Um, again, the way it kind of tied up a lot of the the loose ends of the Infinity Saga, I thought was really good. The fallout from Tony's death, um, the technology. So now, now we have a Spider-Man that has access to Tony Stark's technology. Mm-hmm. But... We now also have a Spider-Man who has been labeled a villain, <gasps> exposed, and has been exposed as Peter Parker. So at the at the end, we find that the last stab that Mysterio took, technically Mysterio still exists because his team escaped. Mm-hmm. Um, his team, one of who being one of the assholes or one of the scientists that um, Obadiah stayed. that Obadiah is an asshole too in Iron Man One. Poor little dude. Uh, yeah, now he's a now he's a fucking supervillain. But so Mysterio still exists in some ways. But um, Mysterio's last stab was cutting together audio and video um, of him basically saying that Peter Parker, Spider Man, turned on him, Hurt attacked me. him, killed him, and his name is Peter Parker. Uh, and of course, they sent that video to none other than our favorite man, J. Jonah yes. Jameson, uh, for his his controversial website, The mm-hmm. Daily Bugle, which is basically 
MCU Infowars, and he's basically J. Jonah Jones. He's he is it. Alex Jones, and he is now now he's on the scene talking about how Spider-Man is a villain, Spider-Man has these drones, Spider-Man's bad, and Spider-Man is Peter Parker. He is not asking for pictures of Spider-Man until the next goddamn movie, I hope. Oh, I re- yeah, because that actually sets all that up for pictures of Spider-Man. It and sets I love J.K. Simmons. So much. Yeah, J.K. Simmons is phenomenal. I'm really glad he's reprising his role as J. Jonah Jameson, even if it's just I was going to say it may have just been that, even but it's that, still, it yeah. Um, it makes it really exciting, like, where are they going to go, you know? Yeah. When because it opens up. Well, I was going to say, I feel like this isn't a route that I remember them taking in previous Spider-Man movies. Have they, they did, right? Okay. No. Uh, I didn't see that third. Osborne's son figures out who he is. Yeah, but it's not like a public thing. So, and especially because he's out in public when that happens. Like, you know, and so it not only jeopardizes him, but it jeopardizes everyone around him. Exactly. Yeah. Which is a a classic Mm -hmm. Spider-Man trope. He finally gets comfortable and then the villains know where his family is the villains know something else mm-hmm. um so it, a couple theories about possible stories that it sets up mm-hmm. um you want to hunt down peter parker spider-man right. now you know who he is you craven send in hunter. craven the, the hunter. hunter um so we've set up craven the hunter possibly coming in you mm-hmm. know the greatest tracker the world has ever known mm-hmm. hunts the ultimate uh beasts and so on and so forth um, also sets up Identity Crisis, oh, which is a storyline where um, Spider-Man is framed for the murder of Joey Z, I think is his name. And Norman Osborn puts a $5 million bounty on his head. So now everyone's going after him, criminals and police alike. So Spider-Man stops being Spider-Man and Peter Parker develops four alter egos, two villains, two heroes, and uses those heroes and those villains to figure out who actually killed Joey Z and clear Spider-Man's name. Mm-hmm. Now that he has access to all this technology, that storyline could easily happen. Um, we also don't even know what the fuck the direction is. Like, exactly. is Sony going to allow, keep going with Spider-Man? Obviously. Yes. Well, They're going to try to push another Venom on us, too, but there's... Wait, blah. they are? Oh, mm-hmm. duh. I forgot that they did Venom. It's okay. I didn't see it, so... It's okay. You don't have to. Was it not liked? I thought it was liked no it wasn't no liked. Oh, that's too bad remember how i felt i was like oh wait oh. that was a sony one it yeah. wasn't marvel that's i was like right, oh that would have right. been fine if, if they had tied in spider-man oh that's right that's right and they, they didn't, didn't. And that, so the whole movie just kind of stopped have, have we had like oz corp osborne has not been introduced not at all in right this, no, no not in this okay. mcu okay i didn't because think technically so. osborne is a sony thing mm-hmm. so they've never had done in the past oh. so again, i mean i'm kind of glad because i think that's one of the one of the good things about the Spider-Man is it's not doing what it's already done. So it's kind of cool to see like we could see different villains. Mm -hmm. And we can see different heroes too. That's Mm -hmm. something that Mm -hmm. if we started looking at New Direction, because we also didn't talk about the the final end credit scene, (laughs) which is we get... Uh, Nick Fury is out uh, vacationing in space. with With the scrolls. With the scrolls. And we get this brief, very brief glimpse into this massive base that he seems to be building in mm. in space, which sets us up for sword. Mm, okay. So we're going to have our galactic heroes and we're going to have our earthbound heroes. And with the exposure of Peter Parker and the introduction of this new direction with the younger, because now really when he asks, when Peter Parker asks um, Nick Fury, well, what about Thor off world? What about Captain Marvel? Don't you dare invoke her name. Like, I liked that little tr- that little trope 
or not the little trope, but that little call out. And Especially knowing now that it was a scroll, it wasn't actually and Nick it was, Fury. It was Talos, which is Ben Mendelsohn hanging out mm-hmm. in a car, being like, I was like, okay, perfect, totally makes sense. But now you need you need more almost hometown heroes, which maybe this gives us the space to have um, champions show up mm. because then we're doing the younger one. And I also thought in the initial sequence where they have all of the reporters like, Spider-Man, are you the next Iron Man? There was a girl that was standing there that looked like Kamala. Like she looked to me like comic book Kamala Khan. And mm. I was like, this would be great. Like I would love to have that. If we bring in Craven, then we also can bring in Squirrel Girl. And <laughs> I mean, I'm out. definitely interested to see where they're going because I kind of wonder if they have like another ten year plan. They probably do. It seems like they do, and I'm just they're excited. And I'm interested, and we're excited, and we want to see where they're going because let's be honest, they haven't really dropped the ball heavily in any spaces where we're like. Oh my gosh, that was an absolutely terrible movie. And no, I feel like they just keep getting better. I mean, I wouldn't say that this one is better than Endgame because I just, I feel like you can't compare them, yeah. but you can compare it to, you know, other single comic book movies. And I oh, think yeah. it definitely holds up in regards to those, but. Hmm. Mm. Mm. What about you, buddy? What about me? What? What do you think is in four phase four? What do we feel like? Because you've given, given some great like headway how many phases are there gonna be oh gosh if there's 10 phases i wouldn't be surprised i think junction the the problem is we've had this conversation previously is they've set up everyone to be secondary like the the Mm. big the the hulk captain america iron man black widow hawkeye were like they were the avengers and that everyone else has kind of been added in supplementally but everyone they don't like they don't their characters walking in a room, they don't have the same. <gasps> exactly. The same. Uh, what's the word I'm Gravitas. looking for? Thank you. Know you. Think, you Gravitas. Think Captain Marvel set up to be a leader? Leader, yes. Hmm. But. Is she going to make the same impact as seeing Cap pick up that shield, mm. put that shield up on his arm, and he straps it in, and you're just like, no. yeah, no. get it. Thor, pick, Thor picking up his hammer, well, Iron Man Black putting on the armor. Gives space for that, too. I'd love to get some more Shuri up in there, too. It's mm. true. Well, there, there are a lot of possibilities, mm-hmm. but I think it, it's 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 going to be weird now. Like, the fact that you don't have any of them left. I mean, in theory, Hulk is still there, and Thor is still there. But it's just, it's strange, like... I don't know. I just I don't feel they have they have to pass the reins, and I don't know if they've set everyone else up for success in order to. But pass maybe the that reins. means we're gonna get new. I mean, we have new movies, so we don't know what their new movies could exactly exactly. Could hold. But we know we know we're getting a Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. Black Panther sequel, probably another Spider Man. So a you Black Widow. And you know, yeah, which, yeah, but which, Guardians, which won't help us at all. Exactly. As far right? as the story Doesn't goes, count, we yeah. know we're getting Guardians, but where are they going to be? Is, is Thor going to be involved with them? Mm-hmm. So the problem is, is we know a lot of the movies that they're going to make, and unless they do some something really big in each one, they've already kind of, they've already kind of made everyone else the B team. Yeah. Yeah, but the, I mean, they have so much like. There's so much content. There's so much use. time they could pull together to say like they were the B team, but now they have to be the A team. Like I don't know. I just yeah, I but feel can like they I'm- make us believe that. Based on what they've done, I think they did too good of a job of making their A team the A team, and they didn't do enough work to bring up their B team. So I feel like I'm already behind the eight ball. I already mm-hmm. looked at Benedict Strange as Doctor Strange. I'm like, cool. Benedict he, Strange. Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. Benedict I'm like, cool. Strange. You were awesome. But 
but I don't I at this point I don't care about a Doctor Strange sequel. Now when that trailer comes out and it happens, I'll probably change my tone. But right now, with the way they've capped it, mm. I am not that enthusiastic. Enthusiastic about what they've what they what we already know is coming. I'm enthusiastic about what might come. You know, the, there's so many new characters that they can bring in. They have so much other stuff to go with. But the way they've set everyone up, I'm kind of like, oh, okay, well, you know, like, like you know, like Black Panther is going to be awesome. But what role is he going to take? Is he going to step up and be the leader? Is Captain Marvel going to be the leader? They haven't made it clear who's going to step up and be the the head. You well, know, that, I think that's the problem. I think because, that's on purpose. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's on problem. It's a problem and on purpose because Captain Marvel she heads up. The she ends up uh, the ultimates, mm-hmm. so she's out in space, and they've clearly kind of defined that as she's not an Earthbound Avenger. Mm-hmm. And with Tony in the lurch, um, he is in AI, let's be honest, I'm expecting I would love a Rudy <gasps> Williams. To pop. I thought when when the glasses turned on, I genuinely thought it was going to be him, but we knew obviously he didn't have the voice. But I thought it was well, and I thought it maybe. too. I was like, oh shoot. Um, but being able to see Riri come in, but this gives the opportunity for all of the younger heroes where they can tie this straight into the comic books that they've been doing and start cultivating to go, hey, you guys weren't here for Iron Man 1. Like, we've lived through these last 10 years. Like, it's just like when we lived through Harry Potter. This gives a chance for all of the 10, 11, 12 that that generation to start connecting with heroes and seeing themselves in them and maybe moving that forward and so mm. while yeah we don't know i do we think t'challa is going to focus on being team driven and led and do that no we've got black widow who was trying to step up and partner with like partner and take over cap and be organized she's gone there is nobody to fill that void. And the question is, do we really want somebody that's going to constantly live in that shadow or is going to carve their own path? I mean, I feel like, I mean, I feel like you guys are telling the story. Like it's end games over. Your A-listers are dead. What do you do? And that's kind of what I think they're going to tell someone. Someone's going to step up. I mean, who it's going to be, I don't know. And somehow I think they, they're going to come together you know as a team I think that it'd be interesting to see them not be called the Avengers but to give them either like a I don't know a secret Avengers or another name so that it's Avengers but not Avengers like to show that it's a new team but I I mean that's I think what we're about to see like the the main people have died and or you know gotten old and they've left this hole who's gonna fill it and that's probably gonna be a huge theme within the the movies no, fuck them. Are you, are I you thought the same thing. Fingers? I was no, going to say that too. That. <laughs> fuck that. The Fantastic Four and the X-Men need to go the fuck that was, away. That was what the guy next to me yeah. said. He was like, man, if only Silver Surfer could be in here, no, I'd be so happy. Go the fuck away. Here, here's, here's, <laughs> okay. here's the problem. Here is what they've done. Opened up the room, opened up the, the, you know, the door for all these young heroes, mm-hmm. sure. But we know they're doing sequels to a handful of characters yeah. like either you're introducing new characters in those movies and then bringing them in which, yeah. which is entirely we'll get possible. at least probably one or two possible yeah but you don't want to do too much of the okay is this a doctor strange movie or is this a so-and-so movie you know or mm-hmm. is this a you know because like captain america civil war was it really a captain america movie or was it 
a, a lightweight Avengers movie. It was a lightweight Avengers movie. Exactly. And that was awesome. And that was fine. But you introduced new characters in there, Spider-Man mm-hmm. being one of them, mm-hmm. and then gave him his own movie. Cool. That worked. Ant-Man. But my point is, now you have... There There are no... Oh, yeah. Do we get another Ant-Man movie? Uh, there should be a third one. Because then we also can use... Uh, what's her name? I keep calling her... My brain goes, call her Peanut. Because that's what he calls... What Scott calls her. Uh, his daughter. Cassie? Yeah. Cassie Lang? As Wasp. No. No. They're no, going to keep no, Hope no, as Wasp. Um, yeah. Yes. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. I just couldn't... We've got the wasp. Yellow jacket? No. 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 She... Um, Hornet. No, it's not, a, it's not a bug. What? How Cassie, are you not going to have a bug? Cassie comes through, gets picked up, but that's also Lunella. Like, I'm I'm, I'm kind of like chomping at the bit Stature. to see a Lunella movie. Because that would bring... I mean, they still have so many characters that yeah. I don't think that they're going to introduce too many more. I'm not saying they this, can't, this, this but... Is the, this is the problem, is they are still limited by movies. Mm-hmm. They're still limited by two and a half, three hours, a couple a year. They're so incredibly limited by those restrictions. I think the thing is, I trust them so much because of what they've done so far that I'm just, I'm like, I'm ready for the ride. Oh, wow. He's mad at me. His jaw's flexing. He's also kind of tired. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Hold, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, After we saw um, Endgame six times, five. You, you think I am not with you and I don't trust them? No, I was just saying more like. Never mind. Keep going. I'm not saying that, but I mean, you seem more like. I'm concerned. Tea, like, I'm uh, concerned. There we go. Because they put so much into Captain America, Iron Man, all of them, which you had to, and they didn't leave anything left over. And again, this isn't like, a, all right, cool. Well, now we can start a new, you know, Doctor Strange story arc and we can make it big. No, you now have to do another Doctor Strange movie. You not only have two and a half, three hours to make me believe. And I don't think they can. I think it could be a good movie. But you don't think it's going to carry the same weight as when we saw Iron Man 2, even terrible Iron Man 2. But those. Iron Man 2 wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. Get the it fuck out of here. It wasn't dark. Don't, don't. Get out of here. There's so much pointing. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I meant to say door, door, <laughs> Thor, Thor, Thor 2. Thor 2 was important because it. It was important, but it wasn't our favorite. It wasn't fucking great. It wasn't our favorite. I know, I know. I know. So there was Had my, its problems. Sorry, I said Iron Man, I meant Thor. But they put, I, I see what you're saying is that they gave us the tomahawk chop with all of this meaty, delicious goodness of being like, yeah, Cap, yeah, Iron Man. Like, Hulk was Hulk. Like, you know, but now we're looking at Hulk the bone. Hulk out. <laughs> Listen to your mom. Which is Dad. very, which is very <laughs> Amadeus Cho of him because Amadeus Cho lives in that space in the comic books as yeah. Hulk. So now I see what you're saying that we've eaten most of the meat on this bone and we're looking at this tomahawk going, I'm still hungry. And all it is is bone with a couple of scraps. And you're like, how are you going to feed me with this? And if you're smart, you make a delicious bone broth soup and you make people believe that the meat is, you know, is still good. I'm yeah. hungry. I trust what they've got going. See, I just. But, but, here, but here's the problem is as soon as we start blindly trusting them, then we get. Then we get what we're mired in right now with Disney. Whether you like the reboots or not, all Disney's doing is fucking reboots. When's the last time you saw an original Disney new movie that you liked? Pixar doesn't count. Tiana. Princess and the Frog. Wasn't there one past that? Stay on the mic. No. Pixar. was Pixar. Mm -hmm. There's another one after Tiana. Moana. Moana. Oh, yeah. Isn't that Pixar? 
No, that's Disney. Disney. Oh yeah, because Disney now has like the CG. Okay, so so sure, that, totally. Moana, movie. great. Mm-hmm. Um, as Frozen Tangle? Pixar. No, no, Disney. Disney. Which okay. was mm-hmm. get out of here. I I love this. I I will be honest. I like the animation. I love Dina Menzel. I have like fuck the universe. Dina Menzel is a goddess. Um, but like. I think it was replayed so many times that it lost its energy. I'll go see Frozen 2. I'm super freaking excited about that. Like, it looks great. I want to see what they do. I want to see the exploration. And if she looks like she happens to be the last icebender, like, mm-hmm. I want her to be the Avatar. <laughs> I'm for that for that jam. But seeing it so many times and having it played so many times, I'm just like, okay, now I just need a really nice long break from it so I can come back and enjoy it as it is. My, my point is to say you're saying that if we give them free liberties yeah we need to stay on top of them it's been great it's been a great 10 years but if we just say all right cool now we trust you in you know intrinsically and we don't keep them in check yeah we don't question if i'm if i don't say hey you need to make me believe that dr strange is good mm-hmm. that the dark next dr strange is going to be good and make me care about him i just think that they've been they did that with iron man they, they got a, they got you to believe that Iron Man was you know the was, one at a time yeah, at year, a time ten years ago and it was but it was on its mm. like it was the first but also Iron Man came out in what 20, 2008. 20, 2008? I thought it was seven no you're right you're right two thousand eight but Disney didn't own it, it, then. it was still Marvel Knights it was still Marvel Knights yeah and we didn't Disney didn't pick them up until two thousand nine two thousand ten which meant that that space for us to believe was purely on the people that wanted to create that space for us. And then those people got pulled to the House of Mouse and the House of Mouse would go, do it again. Show it again. Do it again. Like, I want... I, I, am, I am... I trust that they are going to try to do the best for the fans. But with, like, Doctor Strange, I don't know if I'm fully invested in another Doctor Strange movie. But when it comes to Black Panther, there's lots of directions to take. When it comes to Guardians of the Galaxy, there's lots of directions to take. But we're going to end up having to introduce new characters so that we can build a new foundation because what's left over of our scraps is so minute. And it makes it very... um, It it becomes a little bit startling when you're looking at the roster going, so who's our next... Who's our next leader? Who's our next day team? Like yes, Spider Man literally brought it up. Like mm-hmm. dead, 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 off world, not available. Don't invoke her name. <laughs> and he's like, so there's me. Yeah. Well, it's like it's so Captain Marvel being the cosmic force, being out and about. We talked about this. Where do they go from here with her next movie? Her next movie either needs to be her going toe to toe with something big, off world, or something depowers her. Because that's the only way you can justify and make me care about a story from her. But then what happens if we depower her? Where is that storyline? And that's not where you want to go. Well, no. I mean, her powers would come back. My, yeah. my point is, my point is there's nothing on Earth that could go toe-to-toe with her that I'd be interested in. Mm. It's the Superman conundrum. I don't want to see Superman stop robberies. Mm. I don't want to see Captain Marvel stop Mysterio. Because she could have literally just beamed and just destroyed everything and she would have gone straight through him and then we would have seen that it was he was yeah. not he was she would have, and she would, have, she would have annihilated it like it my my concern is she's so powerful which is awesome i'm not saying she's a bad character i'm not saying in like her movie i liked her movie i think she's fantastic i'm saying she now needs to go toe-to-toe with galactic level threats mm-hmm. or someone on earth needs to figure out a way to weaken her and she has to figure her way out through that with either less or no powers and then get them back 
Otherwise, your second movie doesn't make any sense for her to be on Earth. So same. Well, okay, she's so building a team. Yeah. So, but again, like, is she? She's not gonna have that connection mm-hmm. on Earth with other people, except for Monica. She's not gonna pop into the Spider-Man. You know, don't evoke her name. Cool. She had hey, nothing Peter to do Parker, with this. You got something for me? Exactly. Where, where was? Where is gonna be the connection with her? Black Panther. Is he going to be focusing on Wakanda? Wakanda is now open its borders a little more. They're going to be talking. Is Shuri going to step up into the role of Queen of Wakanda and he's going to just be the Black Panther? Mm-hmm. Is that going to be... Yeah. Is it going to be the ta Coates story of the people Wakanda want democracy? Mm-hmm. And that is now... So he's now kind of ousted as king or he gives them a free election and he's no longer a king? Cool. He goes off to be the hero. Where is he tie in? Where is he connected? Who is he hanging out with? Is Namor going to show up? Is that going to be an issue? Exactly. That opens up a lot of possibilities. Like Wakanda goes to war with Atlantis. Great. That could be a cool story for them to mm. do for the Black Panther 2 or Black Panther 3. But again, like. We've got so much meat that we don't know where we're going. Yeah. We, we had we had 10 years and the 10 years were awesome. But it's like, okay, now do we restart? Can you recapture that energy from phase one? You'll never be able to recapture mm-hmm. that energy. But are they going to try to? Are they going to keep going the route? Because no matter what you say, I love Black Panther. Black Panther is a great movie. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it is exactly the same as Thor. It is exactly the same as Iron Man. It is exactly the same as Ant-Man. exactly the same as Doctor Strange. Person gets power. Bad guy gets same power. Hmm. Person and bad guy face off with each other. Person wins. Iron Man, Ironmonger. Black Panther, Killmonger. Like they they've all gone like that's that's been like the the, the first movie like that that's been the story, which is fine. But now we're on seconds. Not we're all on of second them. Second stories. But but I'm saying so but now but we don't have enough people. So are we going to keep getting a you know are we going to get a Kamala Khan and someone else gets her similar power set. Mm-hmm. Are we going to get a Riri and someone gets her similar power set? Like it's it's it, they they've had a formula and it's worked for ten years, but I am concerned that that formula is no longer viable. It's shaky. Yeah, I I I want to believe and I want it to be good, but I now have concerns mm-hmm. given what we've had. I trust Feige. I think Feige is great. Mm-hmm. I don't trust because I've never seen this go this long. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't have anything to compare it to. So I'm, I'm, I'm worried. We've gone out further than we've ever gone. And how long did did Potter go? Potter, Potter was, a, was a set thing, though. Exactly. It's Potter, very Potter was different. like a, was a contained universe. Well, mm-hmm. and, that's and they couldn't even fit all that in there. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. why they're still trying to build on it. But I was just looking yeah. for for see. Speaking of which, I need to pull knew. my phone. Hang on, let me see if there's yeah. any. Uh, Ooh, no, are there any artifacts? No, there's nothing. No, right. we have oh, nothing we're, we're at our zones. house. We're dead. By the way, if you're listening to this Unless episode you go to the and, you, and you play Wizards the... Unite, message us. I'll give you my friend code. Yeah, I'll give you mine too. Wait, I got yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he texted me. Anyway, um, yeah, sorry. At the totally end of the court, you can find traces. You won't find them in here, though. Well, that's poops. I know. Um, just one. Take a lot. But I totally understand that your your concern about. It is. It is. It's unsettling territory because we don't know, and because there is no basis to my concern. They have. It's not like DC where the, I've been burned. I've loved every Marvel movie up until now. Mm. I've loved everything that they've done. So I have no reason to be concerned, and that's why I'm concerned. I think I guess I'm the opposite. Like until they give me something to be concerned about, like I'm. I'm in it. I'm in for it. Cool. And I'm not going to really probably question because. My question was Spider Man, and I was like, "Ugh, Spider Man, I'm over it." And then I freaking loved and the, and it, and, and I was like, did, "You know what? I'm so gonna they, stop." So they, they've 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 
uh, soothed your concern, the, the the characters and stuff that you've been worried about them doing. Like, I mean, I know. wasn't even concerned. I was just I was over it. I was you know third. So you were concerned about a Spider Man movie. It. She didn't want to see. I think the repeat. Yes. Re- yeah. Fine. Use those words. I wouldn't use those words, but David Barry wants to use those words. <clears throat> I'm just saying. So I'm kind of at the point of. I'm just going to trust that they have a plan because, I, I mean, they have to have a yeah, Kevin Feige, they, big-ass they, they like vision board. They have like a 30-year plan. Well, let's be honest. If he, <laughs> yeah. if he steps down at any time in the next Then I'll years, be concerned. Then then I will go. Yeah. I will go. We, our, our ship left, our captain left the chart in the map room, and there's somebody else now reading the map. Yeah. He left the map, but I don't trust the guy reading the map. Mm, like, I agree. that Maybe that's like what keeps me feeling consistent, like... You know, yeah, and I can see that, and I and I agree. So, I think my biggest takeaway of this is that I'm trying to soothe my uncertain. It's my very small uncertainty with caution, blending it with caution, because, like you said, Doc, there is nothing else to compare it to, and it's been consistently good for a decade, and we have next to no qualms, and we don't know what's going to happen, and so that anxiety which we've had to talk off topic that anxiety does not do like you're like oh nervous excitement and we're like no it doesn't it doesn't feel that way and it starts and it can start eating at you and creating a sense of dread to see what comes next um i'm trying to take it with like temperate because next week is comic-con which means if you're listening to this episode it might be comic-con week already welcome to the universe and marvel is having a 90 minute panel in hall h oh they are on saturday oh Oh, they haven't done that in a long time because they skipped out last year but they wouldn't announce anything because they have d23 coming they'll announce something they'll announce titles they'll give you maybe some title cards i thought the titles were d23 Mm, no content shows up at d23 i'm squinting you are it's kind of entertaining so we've got San Diego that comes out, they are set to do a 90 minute panel on Saturday evening. I mean, something's got to come out in, in 90 Hall minutes. H. And the other thing is, the other thing <laughs> is, the other in there, yeah. because the way Hall H is set up, people are constantly recording things. Even if they're like, oh, don't record. I have friends who had Snapchat classes when I was in Hall H, and they were like, look at all the stuff for Johnny Depp came out and did uh, the speech when they were in the at the end. Yeah, nobody liked that. No, but the, like, literally, you were surrounded. The, the experience was great, but that's that. But then we also have the following month, D23. And D23 mm-hmm. is going to be the massive bomb drop of everything Marvel, Disney, theme parks, the whole Shazam. It is set up to be a monster of a convention. And when it comes down to it, if I can hold out and get my little bready bread crumbs, I might be okay to keep keep the faith for a little bit longer because... Like Doc, I'm gonna have faith, the faith, the faith. Um, I'm not worried. I'm slightly apprehensive because I went into Far From Home with a little bit of apprehension. Were you gonna recapture that moment when Keaton's in the front seat and he's like, "I know who you are, and I'll kill you." Like that was just this palpable energy which made me invest in that Spider-Man in that moment because there was it, he was so well balanced this was fun but it didn't have that moment with jake gyllenhaal where he's like i know who you are peter parker and i'm gonna kill you yeah mm. like and then also that's freaking michael keaton like but i mean uh, you're talking an origin versus not i i think this one was 
Well, I enjoyed myself a little more in this one. No, I, I well the the first movie I, I'm I'm gonna call the first movie an origin because it's you're right it's not an origin but it's our first mm-hmm. full length movie featuring him in this universe. It's Tom. So Holland. yeah, I mean yeah, um, I enjoyed myself more in this one. I think hmm. it was just I kind of like that it didn't take itself as seriously. Like it was after such a heavy movie, it was really like ah oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, and in a good way, not not a throwaway. I would watch this movie again before I'd watch some other movies again. No, I think I think yeah, I think it wrapped, sure. it wrapped up the 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 tale well. Like we kind of mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. we confirmed a little bit more about where everyone is. You know, yeah, like the a, epilogue, like yeah. you said, it's such a good. I love an epilogue, yeah, so I loved this. Yeah, I thought it was great, and then I'm I'm interested to see what. What what are the announcements for what comes next? If 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 Comic Con rolls around and we get untitled Doctor Strange uh, sequel as a, a moniker, I'm gonna be mm. fucking pissed. They've had time. I need well, fucking I mean, titles. Then you'll have D twenty three, and then they'll announce it there. So you I know. Need, I need Doctor Strange facing off a nightmare. I mm. need Black Panther facing off a Namor. I need Captain Marvel punching Galactus in his dick. That's actually bad. I think everybody needs it this junction. I fucking need all that. Anyway, that is about going to wrap it up for this week's episode of The Capeless Crusaders. We talked Spider-Man. It was great. We talked news. It went long. Anyway. (laughs) We talked. We talked and we talked. My name is, of course, David Barry at DRBarry on varying social media platforms. I am not joined this week by Manderson or Steves because they are lame as fuck. And who is not lame as fuck are the two lovely people sitting across from me first to my technically right. Oh, uh, Caitlin Berry at Kate Berry on Instagram only, I think. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And then, you know, hop, hop that way to the right. We're hopping. I am not the night monkey. This is Amy. <laughs> you can find me at IJNURobot on the varying social media platforms. And if you're feeling so feisty, drop into Empire's Comics Vault, located 1120 Fulton Avenue. Sweet K. On Mondays to visit <laughs> the doctor so that he might have some friends to talk about and perhaps argue with him about who might be the smartest person in the Marvel Universe. He would appreciate it. Oh, yeah, sure. The last <laughs> thing I fucking need is nerds coming in to argue with me. You need to watch Stranger Things. That's the other thing I need to say. Yeah, we, we're going to do that right now. I don't think we're going to finish it tonight. <sighs> There's excitement there. But right. for the Capeless Crusaders. Oh, yeah. For the Capeless Crusaders. <gasps> good night. Good night. Night.